Welcome back to Leaning In with Louise. Thank you so much to everyone who's listened to the first episode. It means so much to me. I know that that episode was a very random and last minute unplanned topic. I definitely didn't sound ready, but I still do appreciate all the support and love that I've been getting from people and it's just made me want to do more. So here I am with the second episode. If you guys don't already know, I am an advocate for anti-bullying and positive body image. I myself have gone through extreme bullying growing up and I still struggle today with anxiety over the way I look and the way I'm perceived by others. Um, I am going to share with you my personal experiences, some very candid and very uncomfortable things to share. I don't always talk about it so explicitly but um, my friend told me you know the best way to connect with an audience is through honesty and you know what I'm gonna give you some fucking honesty so if you're not ready for any of that then don't bother listening so the first time that I noticed my body or fully became aware of my appearance was when I was on the way to school in the morning and I was in grade two I think I was six or seven years old and I was wearing my cute little PE shorts and girls you know exactly what I'm talking about when you're sitting down with shorts on and your thighs just sort of become this blob of an island and I looked down and that is exactly what I saw was just this pale ass blob and I was actually terrified of what I was looking at. I was like, is this normal? Am I, are my thighs supposed to look this big? And I, because I was so young, I thought I could get rid of it. And I tucked, I grabbed my thighs and I tucked the fat <laughs> under my bone so it would disappear. But then I would sit back to normal and blob would reappear and i would scratch my head and think fuck obviously i didn't say fuck as a six-year-old because damn that's some pet language you got there but i was just thinking okay it's not working and that was the first time i noticed that my body looked like that i never thought of it in a negative light i was just you know just curious to why my thighs did this and the girl next to me her thighs did not and that's when i first noticed i was different So as a child, we are still searching for our autonomy. We still are trying to figure out how to gain confidence or self-esteem. We're still developing our social, emotional skills. We also don't know, you know, the exact definition of good or bad behavior. We don't know what's socially acceptable. So when you are being bullied, is it a joke? I mean, when I was six or seven years old, I was bullied by boys my age and I was bullied by older boys and I thought okay they're just being friendly I'm making friends um they're laughing it must be good you know I never thought that what they were doing was mean and I became passive I just ignored it and I realized you know as children and you know I'm going to speak to you adults about this children they are not taught at a young age okay you should not bully and we are also not taught as children how to respond to bullies because if I knew I was being bullied 
and I was a very vocal child. If I knew I was being bullied, I would have definitely stood up for myself. I would have said, okay, I don't like that. Please stop calling me fat. Please stop calling me names of food. Please stop looking at me that way. Because I felt uncomfortable. I just thought, okay, this is normal. Being bullied is, you know, just the way school kids are. But that is not how it is because now, as a 23 year old, I find myself here still fucking talking about it, still traumatized, still trying to, you know, accept that I am great, that my body is fine, that I don't need to change. And it's because it all started when you're younger. So I don't want to hear the fact that you were young, you'll get over it. No. Everything that happens to you. The moment you're fucking born is a reflection of who you are now, okay? And I'm going to talk about um, my journey with my body image through development. I know for a fact that I am not the only one who's experienced bullying in childhood or in primary. And fortunately, my experience with childhood bullying is not as bad as others. I think my experience with bullying when I went into high school was really fucked up, let me tell you. But my experience with childhood bullying was very PG because, you know, I was only seven years old and I left that primary school when I was 11. So the it was very minimal, the things that a lot of the boys or girls said about me. But it still had its effect. You know, I'm not going to dismiss my experience because that would be a disservice to myself and a disservice to others, other people's experience. I'm not going to tell you that what I went through was normal because it's not. I don't think any child or any person person should ever go through it. But the bullying that I had when I was in primary was, you know, literally getting picked last for PE because I could not run so fast. It was the crushes in my school that called me names like fatty. It was being last to run a lap in PE. Um, and it was me not being able to fit in the same life fest as some of my friends at camp. So those are my experience with bullying or experiences with my body image, but they still had an effect on me. I all of a sudden had the urge to change the way I looked by, you know, braiding my hair or curling my hair or getting highlights or wearing cute shoes because I knew for a fact that my appearance was getting in the way of popularity or getting in the way of getting my crush to like me back, getting away. Um, I wanted attention, so I would put makeup on. Any physical change I, I tried because I just wanted someone to appreciate the way I looked. Then I left that primary school and I went to my high school and my high school experience, guys, let me fucking tell you, was not fun. If you went to high school with me and you're my friend, you know how much I freaking 
hated my high school experience. I blocked out most of my life in high school, which is also、uh, me referring back to my self denial phase、um, and the five stages of self love. I had a shit time, and let me fucking tell you why. So, when I left my primary school, I obviously experienced a lot of childhood bullying trauma. And I knew that my body got in the way. I knew that I was fat. I knew that I wasn't liked by boys. And I knew I wasn't popular because I did not look like my other girlfriends. Because all my friends in school were, in my primary school, they were. They were a lot smaller than me. They were, they were more athletic. They were faster. And boys just tend to fucking like them. And I wanted that. So when I left that primary school, I had the mindset of being skinny. I had the mindset of being popular. I had the mindset of wanting everyone in my new high school to like me. And I was only 12 years old. Can you imagine at 12 years old that is your life goal is to be hot, is to be skinny? Because it was mine. And I had a diary that I bought and I wrote on it the first page that my goal was to gain spotlight, was to be popular. And it was through being really good looking. And I had put in this diary that I would only have. Five minute meals, and that I would only eat lettuce or and I would chew gum、um, so I wouldn't be hungry and it would suppress my appetite. And I said things like, I'll only have like five tablespoons of rice, you know, shit like this. And I was only 12, and I had this idea. And this obviously was anorexia, but I had this idea because I was watching something on entertainment news, e news TV, of a plus size model who had anorexia and bulimia. And she was sharing her story and what she did to get skinny because the agency that she was signed to didn't want to keep her anymore because she was too big to be a plus size model. And You know, when I'm when you're that young, you don't listen to the actual message of that of that episode or that show. You listen to, okay, you have to eat lettuce, you have to chew gum so you don't get hungry. And I wrote that in my diary and I took it as tips, as advice. And I followed through. I skipped a lot of meals when I was、uh, coming into my high school experience or my high school. And you know, I honestly think I stopped myself from growing because I was so malnourished. I was skipping meals. And my, I don't think my parents actually knew that I had this problem. I think I did eat in front of them, but mentally, I you know, fed myself with a lot of negative thoughts. I came into my high school when I was 12 years old, like I said. And I was in grade eight or form two. My goal was to be skinny. And I guess when you have goals like this, you instantly become a target for more bullies because that is what happened. I got bullied 
so much more and it was no longer pg version it was really just like you fat girl fatty famoy and you know boys were just terrible and i had such a fucking horrible time i was traumatized like i thought my childhood experience in primary was bad but this was like this was like a mean girl episode where i was in a jungle and all these like guys or all these classmates of mine were fucking clawing at me you know wanting a reaction and they got a fucking reaction i was scared i was so anxious i i was so disgusted by own my by my own body i was disgusted by their actions and their words i did not understand how i could possibly be in this high school how are these boys so mean to me why are these boys bullies and I thought, okay, well, I guess I just have to skip more meals. And I did not eat during lunch break. This was something that my classmates actually knew about. And I remember because we were in the taxi and one classmate of mine, she said, Louise, we know you're not eating lunch or we know you're skipping. And I was just quiet. You know, I was a bit in shock. I didn't realize that they actually were paying attention to me. But I guess they were. I'm not sure if a teacher told them or they actually noticed themselves. But they did and they mentioned it. And I was just really quiet. But I, I did. I skipped meals and lunch. I never ate during lunchtime. I only ate when I came home from school because... I didn't want to be fat anymore. I didn't want this identity. I didn't want to be the girl who got bullied even in high school, even when my life goal at that age was to be skinny and to be popular. I still couldn't believe that I was being bullied again and this time it was worse. So I just avoided eating. And of course, my teachers found out. So I guess my teachers did a overall evaluation of my well-being and they found out that I wasn't eating. I guess my mental health at that age was quite bad because I did not care about school. I did not care about my homework. I did not care about my education and it showed. So I think they were concerned and they mentioned it to my parents during a parent-teacher interview because when my mom came home or my parents came home, my mom sat me down and she said, um, Mr. So-and-so said that you're not eating. And then she said, Miss So-and-so said, if you want to lose weight, skipping meals, skipping lunch is not going to help you. It's actually going to make you gain more weight. And I'm just thinking now as an adult, what the fuck, right? As a teacher, don't you think the right thing to say is actually your daughter is Okay, you need to tell her she's beautiful. You need to tell her she doesn't need to lose weight. She's only 13 years old. Her body is meant to change. She's going through hormonal changes. Not, oh, yeah, don't skip meals. You'll gain more weight if you do. Like, what kind of encouragement is that? Okay, so that was my experience with teachers and, you know, my, my anorexia that, at that age. And it got so bad that I skipped school for weeks. I would 
come up with sicknesses. I would say my ankle hurts, that I felt nauseous, and I would go to the sick room, I would go to the doctor, and they would give me a sick leave, and I was absent uh, for weeks at a time, and I remember one of my classmates, he actually thought I died. <laughs> he thought I had a swine flu, because around that time, swine flu was going on, and he thought something really bad had happened to me, because I just disappeared, and yeah, fuck yeah, I disappeared, I disappeared because I had so much anxiety being at school because the bullying got so bad and I was just so unhappy and it was also a new school for me so I didn't have that many close friends and I just felt like I had lost total control of my high school life and my goals to be, you know, skinny or popular just got thrown out the window The bullying from 13 to 15 escalated even more. And I think it only escalated because I also was hormonal and I was also going through developmental changes. Two years doesn't sound like a long time, but when you are going through something really difficult, it can feel like 20 years. And for me, it did. I remember just telling my classmates, I can't wait to grow up. I can't wait to be an adult. I can't wait to get out of here. Because I was miserable. I didn't like being a teenager. I didn't like high school. So why the hell would I want to stay young? While all my other friends, you know, were scared and anxious about our exams. Or they were nervous about university applications. I was just like, yeah, I can't wait to get out of here. Because, you know, who wants to come into a classroom... And sit before you even sit down on your chair, you have a couple of your male classmates calling you pork chop and teasing you and looking at you and laughing at you and drawing pictures of you, even though they know you hate it. It's because I was an easy target. It's because I reacted. It's because I didn't know how to ignore. But why the hell should I ignore it? I remember I sat down and the guy sitting next to me, he's such a sweetheart. He didn't ever bully me once. He said, you know, they're calling you pork chop, right? And I said, yeah, I know. And I was just quiet the whole class. And I remember crying to my friends, like saying, how can you let your boyfriend talk to me like that? How can they be so mean? And I would just cry all the time. And I finally decided to take control, find a way to control myself. And I started to run. And I never stopped running. As I shared in my first podcast, when I was 15 to 16, I developed self-denial. And I had to find ways to cope with the reality that I actually do not like who I am, what I look like, and where I am. And I did that by exercising. I did that by running. I would get home from school every day around 4 and get out of the house by 4.30 and just run. And I could do about, at first... 3 k.m. and then 5 k.m. and then 8 k.m. and then 10 k.m. And when I first started running, 
it took a couple weeks for someone to notice and they would say things like you got lean or louise you lost weight and they were the same guys who would call me pork chop who would call me fat who would laugh at me and tease me they were the same guys complimenting me and they all of a sudden the noise stopped they were quiet and no one ever teased me again because i lost weight and i ran and i worked out and i put myself on a really strict diet where i only ate about 700 800 calories a day plus you know a very long run i did that because i wanted revenge i wanted to show all those guys and all those people that bullied me that I can change the way I look. You can't change me, but I can change the way I look. And that, in a way, was me taking back my power and taking control. But little did I know I was developing self-sabotage behavior. I was able to enjoy my last year of high school likable. I had achieved everything the 12-year-old me wanted. I was popular. Girls admired me. Boys had crushes on me. Boys liked me. I was able to reject guys. That was a really fun experience. Um, I surprised my teachers. I surprised everyone because no one forced me to run. No one forced me to, you know, eat less. I did that. I took control and I thought I took my power back because it worked. I lost weight and all the noise stopped and everyone stopped hurting me. And I thought, this is it. This is how it's going to be. And I can finally finally be happy but like I said in my first podcast I went through self-denial at this age and I found a way to cope with the reality of me not loving myself of me hating where I was and who I was and what I looked like and I did that by exercising I did that by going on diets like I said on my first podcast And let me tell you, behavior and mindset like this, you know, having that idea that a revenge body is what you need is not sustainable because I left high school, you know, I got, I was in a gap year, but I still seeked validation and I still felt like I wasn't satisfied. I felt like I still wasn't good enough. And I did this by practicing other bad behaviors. I needed validation from boys. And 
I always wondered why boys, like why, why do I put boys, why do I put men on this pedestal? It's because my whole life has been about boys. Boys bullied me when I was five, when I was seven. Boys bullied me when I came into a new school. When we all turned the same age, they were still bullies. And I still wanted them to like me. And I still wanted to prove something to them. And this behavior, this belief that I had, carried on onto my love life, carried on to my uh, dating, it carried on to my relationships. And that is why I think childhood bullying should never be underestimated. Okay, this is why childhood development should never be underestimated because, hello, everything that I'm struggling with now, my self-worth, my, my insecurities, my need for external validation, instant gratification has always derived from boys. Because I've always wanted to impress them. I've always wanted to prove something for them. And I don't hold grudges. I believe that everyone deserves a second chance. I would never want to hold someone's mistakes against them. I think when you're young, you say and do stupid and silly things. But I do believe at the end of the day everyone including myself we should be held accountable for our actions and our words the things we say or the things we don't do because there are consequences and sometimes these consequences we do not experience them but the other person on the other side might fortunately for me i was able to turn my painful and personal experience into a powerful one and I'm here doing a podcast talking about it and I feel liberated as fuck okay but the truth is a lot of people a lot of children a lot of teenagers a lot of adults my age don't come out of it ever and it's heartbreaking and it's sad And I wanted to share my personal experience with you guys because everything that I've felt from the age of 7, 15, 16, 17 to now, all this anxiety, all this doubt, all this, you know, questioning whether I'm good enough and seeking validation and, you know, my eating disorder, my my trauma from high school all of that could have been avoided. I am an advocate for anti-bullying and I don't speak about it so much is because I have younger siblings. My sister is about to be 15 in May and my brother just turned 11 and I would do anything to protect my sister and my brother from going through the same thing I did. My sister goes to the same high school that I went to and luckily now the high school has evolved and they're so much more protective over students' well-being, mental health, um, and accepting of individual differences. You know, it could also mean that the kids now at that school are are more 
socially and self-aware of their actions. Maybe they're more empathetic. I only hope so. And, you know, I'm so proud that my sister is independent and she takes no shit. I ask her all the time, like, how's school? And she's like, no, I don't really care. And she just ignores, you know, anyone who pisses her off. And I love that about her. And she might not ever have to feel the way I did. But I won't know that. I don't know what happens in the classroom. I don't know what happens in her head. So I can only control what I can see. And if you have a younger sibling, if you have siblings, if you have been through the same thing I did, or if you are a teacher, most importantly, if you want kids, if you have a kid, this podcast episode is not just about me. It is so much more than that. And I'm not here to share my story because I want sympathy. I want pity. I want everyone who went to high school, who went to high school with me to be like, oh shit, I'm so sorry. No, I don't want that. This is for the future. This is for my siblings. This is for people that you know. We can stop bullying. With this personal experience that I've just shared, this is just the beginning. There are so many layers with body image, self-esteem, childhood trauma, bullying, um, being a teenager, you know, growing up as an adult, um, and how I've been dealing with weight loss. You know, there's so many things to talk about, and I can never stop being vocal about it, and I never will. So stay tuned for more topics like this, because let me tell you, it's gonna get real good so thank you guys so much for listening to my second episode i know it's a lot heavier than the first one but hey it's only gonna get heavier from now on okay i'm only here to spread awareness and spread the truth and it's gonna be uncomfortable it's gonna be a little intense but if you can't handle that then this isn't the podcast for you I will chat to you guys in the next podcast. Thanks.